through verse 8. John chapter 15. Verse 1 through verse 8. Hallelujah. John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit except of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gathered them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and I my word abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. Amen. And I would like to minister to you from this thought today, the purging. The purging. Father, we praise you. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, we're asking you to stay with us this morning, O oh God. You are the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, and the door. We're asking you, Lord, let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed, renewed, and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we will give you all the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. The Persian. You know, it seems that, uh, you know, we don't hear a lot of, of preaching and teaching about the true vine like we used to. When I first came into church, you know, you, you always heard about this passage in some way. It always seemed to work then to be a part of the plan of salvation or to give us the encouragement to stay connected uh, with Jesus. And that's the way it should be. Uh, in the church, we realize after we began to walk with God, we began to realize and to get an understanding that without Jesus, we cannot do anything. We cannot move. We cannot live. As a matter of fact, Paul told the church on Mars Hill that in him, talking about Jesus, we live, we move, and we have our beings. And so Jesus tells us here in this passage that without him, we can do nothing. I can do nothing of my own accord without him. He gives me the power. He gives me the strength to, to rise up every morning. He gives me the breath. It's his air that I breathe. Everything that I am and who I shall be is all due to him because without him, 
him, I can do nothing. Jesus goes on and he opens this passage of John 15 with John's writing and says, I am the true vine. Amen. If you notice, I am. When Moses was called of God to go back into Egypt to deliver the children of Israel out of the hands of the Egyptians and out of from under the leadership and the taskmaster of Pharaoh, Moses asked the Lord, he says, uh, when I come to the people and they say to me, who sent you, what? And they say, what is your name? What should I tell them? And God says, you tell them, I am that I am have sent thee. When you begin to look at it, it says, I am. I am the Almighty God. I am the bread of life. I am the comforter. I am the door. I am the eternal life. I am the faithful one. I am the Holy One of Israel. I am your indwelling spirit. I am the just king. I am the king of kings. I am the Lord of lords. I am the master. I am the name that's above every name. I am the omnipresent spirit. I am the prince of peace. I am the quickening spirit. I am the rose of Sharon. I am your savior. I am your truth. I am your unleavened bread. I am your victor. Amen. I am the word made flesh. I am your expectation. I am your yoke and I am your zeal. It's all in him. Whatever you want me to be, you tell him I am have sent thee. So Jesus says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Notice he relates a tree to the branch. The branch cannot bear fruit without it staying connected to the vine. So therefore, if we do not stay connected to Jesus, we're not going to be able to do anything. We will be cast away, he says, and men will, it would wither, and men will gather it, and he would throw it into the fire. So we need to see the value of the importance of staying connected. This purging process that God begins to talk about is he removes things out of our lives that is not like him so that we can produce the fruit uh, that he desires of you and I to produce. Uh, we know that according to Galatians 5, 21 and 22, that the fruit of the Spirit is love, it is joy, it is peace, it is long-suffering, it is gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance. Uh, against such there is no law. And this is the fruit that God wants us to provide and to reproduce uh, because those are the attributes of Him. Uh, and so when I am connected to Him, uh, and then I will produce just like him. But if I'm not producing according to the vine or the tree, then I, the branch gets cut off or get taken away. And it's through the word of God. Jesus says you're cleansed uh, by the word that I have spoken unto you. The psalmist says in Psalms 119 verse 9, Well, with all shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed to the word uh, of God. For the word of God is quick. Uh, it is powerful, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividers of under of soul and spirit, and joining mind is a thought discerner of the thoughts and the intent of our heart. David calls it the sword of the spirit. And Jesus says, I came to bring
great a sword. Uh, in other words, I'm going to cut out things out of your life uh, that's not like me. Once you connect to him, get ready for a plunging process. Uh, you're not going to be able to keep the same old way that you always kept uh, in the old ways and call yourself a Christian and call yourself being attached to God. It doesn't work that way. He's going to cut some things out of your life, uh, and sometimes it's going to be painful. Sometimes he's going to cut away friends. Uh, sometimes he's going to cut away loved ones. Uh, it's going to be painful sometimes, but there's the purging process so that you can continue to bring forth the fruit uh, that God desires of you and I to bring forth. Uh, David says in Psalms 1, uh, Blessed is the man that walketh not uh, in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the ways of sinners, nor sitting in the seat of the scornful, but his delight uh, is in the law of the Lord, and in the law that he meditate uh, day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that shall bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth uh, shall prosper. God wants you to prosper. He don't want you not to prosper, because you reflect him. You reflect that he's the life. Amen. Jeremiah puts it this way in Jeremiah 17, 7. The blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters and that spread forth his roots by the rivers and shall not see when the heat cometh and her leaves shall not shall be green, and shall not be careful in the years of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Nothing will be able to stop you from being fruitful as long as you stay connected to the vine. Hallelujah. I am the true vine, and my father is the farmer of the caretaker, Jesus says, and every branch in him that beareth fruit, he purges it, and every breast that doth, he take it away. He cleans it up. He prunes it. You know, there's a process that goes through. The word spoken here to purge means to cleanse of filthiness and impurities, to, to get rid of guilt. A lot of people is walking around with guilt of past mistakes and past errors. And that's not of God. He wants to cut that out of you. I mean, ethically, it means to free one from corrupt desires, from sin and guilt, to free from an ever admixture of what is false and sincere, genuine, blameless, and innocence. So Jesus wants to take things away. So if you notice, he says, I am divine, and you are the branches. So everything in the life, the source of life, comes through the roots and to the trunk of the tree, out to the limbs and then to the branch. So if we are connected to the Lord, then therefore we should be reproducing, amen, after our kind, amen. Then notice in the beginning of creation in Genesis, uh, when God created everything, he says, let everything reproduce after its, its kind. So therefore, if I say I am connected to him, then I should be reproducing after him. God is holy. 
God is pure. God is righteous. God is loving. God is long-suffering. God is compassion. God is merciful. Amen. He's full of grace. See, so everything that's in God should be coming through me, going out to others. See? And the more of that I reproduce, I get praised a little bit. See? Because every now and then there's a limb that don't want to do right, and it has to get cut back a little bit. See? So we have to realize that God is in the purging process. Paul writing to Timothy, he says, It is a faithful saying, if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abide faithful, he cannot deny himself. God has to always be who God says he is. He can't change The Bible says Jesus Christ, uh, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's God today. He's going to be God tomorrow. Forever and ever. The Word of God cannot change. Uh, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will not pass away. It is the cleansing process. Uh, Paul writing to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, 19, Nevertheless, uh, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord North them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in every great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness and faith and charity and peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strife. And the servants of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience and meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God preventure will give them repentance, Repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snares of the devil who has taken them captive at his will. Paul goes on and tells the church at Corinth and uh, 1 Corinthians 5 7, he said, to purge out therefore the old leaven that you may be a new lump. Uh, in other words, get rid of all the old junk that was in your life uh, so that you can become uh, what God desires uh, of you to become. Uh, you can't continue uh, to stay in the same old way uh, and expect to make it to the kingdom of God. Uh, You've got to purge out the things uh, that is not like Christ uh, in your life. You can look into the perfect law of liberty. This is what James is saying. Uh, He that looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, uh, and he be not 
to forget for him or to do it. This man's deeds shall be blessed. In other words, when you look into the Word of God and you see what the Word of God says, let it cleanse you. Let it be a yardstick to see that you need to remove those things out of your life that is not like him. You see, you are the branch, and if the branch doesn't stay connected to the vine, all kinds of stuff start coming into your life. Things get into your heart. Things get into your mind that is not like Christ, and as a result, the tree can become corrupt. The tree can become defiled and unpure and not able to do what God wants the fruit to do. So God sends his word and cleanse us and purify us and sanctify us and to make us holy because he's a holy God. And as a result, we become the tree that God wants us to be. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is to you and to your children and all that are formed, even as many as the Lord our God shall call with many other words, that he testify and exalts and save yourselves from this untowards generation. And they that gladly received his word was baptized, and they were added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and prayer. Amen. Can't you see what God is trying to do? You can't remain in the vine unfruitful. It's a purging process, and sometimes it is painful. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. See, God's Word, because He is the Word, is what cleanses us. He purifies us. When the children of Israel was getting ready to cross uh, from out of the land of, of the desert to go into the promised land, the Lord said to Joshua to have the people to sanctify themselves. In other words, have them to wash, have them to get pure, amen, because they're going into a better place. I'm taking them into the promise. And so there was this washing process. And Peter begins to tell us that we're sanctified by the washing of the word of God. Amen. Paul goes on and tells us in Romans 8, for they that are of the flesh do mind the things that are of the flesh, but they that are of the spirit, the things that are the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the laws of God, neither indeed shall 
shall be, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Uh, this is why you have to come out of the flesh. Uh, this is why we're commanded to walk in the Spirit so that you do not fulfill the lust uh, of the flesh. Uh, because if you're not walking in the Spirit, you're not attached to the vine. Uh, and as a result, you're going to be like a branch that is cast away. And pretty soon you will wither and men will gather and put it in the fire and you will be burned. There is an end time. There is an end coming. Uh, and every one of us has to stand before the Lord to give an account of the things done in this body, whether good or evil. Where will you spend eternity, smoking or not? Hello. Praise God. It's time to get clean. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. At the Last Supper in John 13, verse 4 through 11, after they had finished the Last Supper eating, Jesus arose, verse 4, from supper, and he laid aside his garment, and he took a towel, and he girded himself after he had poured water into a basin, and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then come he to Simon Peter, and Peter said unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou, thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter said unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my head and my hands. Jesus said unto him, He that is washed be, needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every whit. And you are clean, but not all. For he knew who should betray him. Therefore said he, You are not all clean. Notice Peter said to Jesus, You'll never wash me. But Jesus says, If I don't wash you, Peter, you have no part with me. And that's the same thing with you and I. See, we can get baptized, uh, and that's for the remission of sins. Uh, but Jesus needs to wash us. Uh, we need to be washed uh, by the water of the cleansing of the Word of God. Uh, we need a cleansing from the fountain. Uh, we need to be washed in the blood uh, of the Lamb. Uh, as the songwriter said, what can wash away my sins? Uh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the the blood of Jesus, oh precious, is the flow that make me white as snow. No other fault I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. We need to be washed by the Lord. We need to be purged by Almighty God. David says in Psalms 51, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Amen. He goes 
comes on and says, Amen. Remove, brought up mine iniquities. He says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors the way, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. We need to realize there's a purging process, and we need to be cleansed of all guilt, all impurities, all corrupt desires, evil thoughts that keeps coming into our lives. And the way we get rid of these things is to stay connected to the vine. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. I can't keep living the same old way. I can't keep going through the life the same old way. Somewhere, I've got to make some adjustments in my life. I've got to let God wash me. I've got to get a new heart and, and a new mind. That's what he promised me. I will give you a new heart and a new mind. See, we keep going the same old way and doing the same old things because we're not letting him wash us by the water of the word. See, i got to have a new heart. That's what David says, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. See, I need a new heart if I'm going to do what God wants me to do. You know, people go to jobs after job after job after job after job. It ain't the job. I don't like working here. I don't like doing this. I don't like being here. It's not the job. It's your heart. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You can change jobs a million times. It ain't going to change. You're going to find the same problems there that you found at the last place. Not until you change your heart. Until you get a new outlook and purpose for what purpose is God sending me here? What is my reason for being here? I need to have a new heart and a new way of thinking. Change your heart. Amen. And you will see what God is doing. And you will have a refreshing on that job where you are and the things you are doing. You have a better outlook. It's not the church where you're at. It's your heart. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You need to change your heart and not your thoughts. I am, but uh, your ways need to be changed uh, as well. Amen. Because if you let do the same thing you've always done, you're going to always get the same results. I am divine. You are the branch. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will and it will be done in you. 
And this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Are you connected? When is the last time you've been washed? When is the last time you've been purged? When is the last time you've gone to God and said, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not that Holy Spirit from me. Amen. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Then, because the branch now has a responsibility to convert others to the same way. Because if we don't bear fruit, he taketh us away. But if we bear fruit, he purges it that he may bring forth more fruit. Let's stand this morning. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16 through verse 20. The Lord says, Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widows. Come now, and let's reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Notice what God says. He says, come on now, let's talk about this. He says, let's have a talk and let's get it right. He says, though your sins be as scarlet, he says, I'll clean them. I'll wash it away. See, God wants us to always be his, to always represent him in everything that we do. But we have to stay connected to him and allow him to cleanse us of all the filth of the flesh and the spirit and anything that's not like him. Because if not, it's those things that will destroy us. As Paul writing to the church in Ephesus, Galatians says, you know, the works of the flesh, idolatry, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, strife, sedition, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, and such like. He says, I told you that they that do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and meekness. Against such there is no law. Because he's divine. The source, the roots 
that brings everything out to the branch comes from him. And so he wants us to reproduce after our kind. If I say I belong to him, I've got to reproduce after him. And as I start to reproduce him, he's going to cleanse me up. He's going to take those old desires away. He's going to remove those things that are not like him out of my life. Amen. So that I will continue to reproduce more like him. But if I don't allow him to do that, pretty soon he's going to have to cut me completely loose. Uh, amen. And this is what God is saying in Isaiah. He says, come and let's talk about it. Uh, if you're not willing to do this now, he says, pretty soon the sword is going to cut you off. The word of God is going to make you go away from the things of God. And as a result, when the vine of the branch is falling off, it's going to wither and it's going to die. And as a result, uh, spiritual death, uh, amen, is, you might as well say, my eternity is in hell. Because you're dead. But that's not what God came for. I am come that you might have life and that more abundantly. See, he wants you to be overflowing with abundant life in everything that you do. He wants you to get up in the morning and say, Thank God for the blood. He wants you to get up every morning and lift up holy hands and say, look what the Lord has done. He wants you to get up every morning and with a dance and a step and says, I can make it another day. I know in whom I have believed and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. He wants you to wake up every morning and says, I'm going to a city. There'll be no more night. I'm going to a city. Where Jesus is the light, the trumpet's going to sound, and I'll be called away. I'm going to a city someday. He wants you to wake up in the morning and know that you are his, uh, and that you have been chosen for a purpose uh, to represent him in the earth, uh, so that those that are struggling in their lives can come to you and begin to eat off the fruit of the tree, and then that you have of him, so that they too can be refreshed and renewed every day. Praise God. Amen. Do you need to be washed? Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to open the altars if you want to be washed. Amen today. If you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, uh, we have water back here. We will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Amen. Praise God. The purging process. Are you purged? Amen. Do you need to purge some things out of your life this morning? That's why he's here for you to purge of the old leaven, that you may become a new lump. Amen. Praise God. Lord, we thank you.